Welcome to the podcast, Blue Collar Scholars. Not long ago, a group of brilliant minds met together at a pub to discuss their unfinished works. They recognized the value of coming together around delicious beverages and having meaningful conversations. That group was known as the Inklings. The Inkle Do podcast here, we're working to be the second iteration of that group. So pour yourself a craft beverage, pull up a chair, and join the conversation. All right, everyone, and welcome once again to another solo edition of Inkle Do podcast. This time it's AJ once again um, hosting on my solo mission because, well, when we were trying to record our conversation for a closer look at Paul building on our gifts of the Holy Spirit that we'd been talking about, my computer completely and totally refused to cooperate. And so I find myself today recording a solo episode, uh, but rest assured, next week, look forward to it with eager anticipation. We are very excited for what we're going to have to say about some of Paul's theology and kind of coming to terms with someone who at times can be a little bit difficult for us. Tonight, what I wanted to do, or, you know, this morning, as the case may be, I'm not really in control of when you decide to listen, but uh, what I wanted to do is kind of an audio blog. So we have been on our blog posts on Thursday, well, Thursday night, Friday morning, they post. We've been talking about some of the individual gifts of the Holy Spirit that we had recorded episodes on, but not gone very in-depth with to try and take a little bit of a closer look at some of them. Like, we're probably not going to hit them all. We might, who knows. But in my blog a couple weeks ago, I was talking about the idea of the gift of prophecy at Brandon's request. And this week, what I wanted to do in the audio format is talk about one of the gifts that a lot of times I think gets kind of overlooked for its spiritual character. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the gift of leadership or the gift of leading. And a lot of it ties into sort of worldly administration side of leadership that we in the church and in the faith can have a tendency to kind of look down on as being these very sort of worldly concerns and beneath our focus But I think it's really important when we remember what the gifts of the Holy Spirit are. Yes, they're gifts that do strengthen the individual receiving them, certainly, but not for their own sake. It's for the sake of building up the entire church here on earth, building up the entire faith community, spreading the word, making the gospel known even to the ends of the earth and to the ends of time. And, you know, as much as we might not like thinking about it, The reality is we are called to carry out that mission in the midst of the world. And so we're going to have to make use of the resources that God has blessed us with. And to make good, proper use of those is definitely going to require some of those earthly leadership abilities, that ability to manage and motivate people, to direct them, to manage resources, to be able to allocate them effectively to find them when need be. And I think a lot of times when I was in New Mexico working in youth ministry, one of my big kind of personal struggles that I noticed 
is I have a tendency, because things like organization are not natural gifts for me anyway, they're not something that I am instantly drawn to, not a gift of the spirit that I've been particularly blessed with, I have a tendency to think about things in terms of, uh, you know, at the time, retreats and life nights and teachings and all of these kinds of things which are really important. But when it came to the question of paperwork or of tracking my hours or of keeping an accurate roster of which teens showed up when and those kinds of things, building a, a program in those terms, I had a tendency to kind of think that those were just tasks that I had to do, that in the meantime were getting in the way of what really mattered of preparing core members and teens alike to hear, reflect on, internalize, and grow in those divine truths of the faith. And I, the reality is that that was, at best, ignorant, and at worst, arrogant. And let me explain why I'm saying at, at best, ignorant, and at worst, arrogant. If I was ignorant, if I was acting in ignorance, then at least at that point, there is, it doesn't change the fact that it wasn't getting done or that it wasn't getting it done as well or as quickly as it needed to. But it does mean that there was sort of a condition that was not entirely my own making that would have been the cause of that situation. And that's easier to kind of take as a learning experience and move on and grow from again, because it's ignorance, which means once I became aware, there would have been massive changes. Worst case scenario is it's arrogance. My belief that this kind of clerical work or desk work is in some way beneath me and beneath the call I had been given to share the gospel truth with the teens of new of Rio Rancho, New Mexico. And that arrogance is dangerous personally and collectively. Like it's dangerous to me because I'm no longer at that point open to the correction and open to the growth to learn from the mistake because I don't view it as a mistake if I'm acting in arrogance. But it's also collectively dangerous because again, these gifts of leadership are incredibly important to the long-term mission of building up the kingdom here on earth. If I persisted in arrogance, in not taking seriously these tasks, these management situations that were required, then when I eventually left, which ended up happening sooner than intended, uh, for more details on that, feel free to go back and revisit the uh, conversation where I was sharing my own faith journey uh, being interviewed by Brandon a few weeks back. But when I left, I would have left a program in disarray uh, with no real records or plans or things for those coming in after me to work from. And it would have been a program shaped in my image rather than the image of Christ. And whoever came in would have been forced to try and sort of reinvent the wheel on the fly. Fortunately, I will say I do think 
it was primarily an ignorance thing on my part. Uh, I will not claim. And if anyone back in New Mexico is listening to this, they can probably attest to it as well. I didn't leave it in pristine, perfect condition by any stretch. Organization never became a strength of mine, but it was something that I did put active work into and it did improve. And I do feel like because of that, God blessed those efforts and there were people in place and policies in place and decisions in place that hopefully have smoothed the transition and allowed for that work of building the kingdom to continue because it was never ultimately work about me, but for the community as a whole. Bringing it back around into kind of the big picture when we're talking about this gift of leadership and management, I think that's what's really important for us to remember is that this is not leadership, as Jesus put it, in the Gentile way of lording it over others, like, behold, allow me to guide you and shape you. Instead, it is that Christian leadership, that humble work being done to facilitate the work of the rest of the body of Christ. It's not about the person who is in a leadership position seizing control or seizing power. Instead, it is about them preparing the venue where the other gifts are able to show out and show up and do their work. In conclusion, really, I want this to be hopefully a very uplifting and encouraging message for those of you who are listening who are very gifted organizers, very gifted at a lot of the work that people tend to take for granted and just sort of assume is being done that they don't necessarily take seriously. That's on us for failing to recognize it, but let it never be said that the work you do isn't foundational to the building of the kingdom here. Uh, And so thank you very much for all of your work. Know that you are seen and that you are recognized and know that your contribution to the family of God, to this church here on earth, to the body of Christ is every bit as valuable and important as those who are given the gift of prophecy or tongues or any of the other uh, wisdom, any of those. All are required to work together in that harmony for the ultimate good of the body. Before I sign off, just a quick reminder for those of you who uh, need a good cup of coffee first thing in the morning to get yourself running or you know, a second cup of coffee throughout the day, or if you're more like me, that pitcher of cold brew to slowly work your way through all day long. Rest assured, we here at Inkledoo have got you covered. If you go to our website, inkledoo.com, you can get either the delicious Fifth Love or the slightly darker Nine Rings. Uh, I strongly recommend Either one, if you are going more of the cold brew route, I find that the nine rings works beautifully for that. Uh, And a nice hot cup of fifth love is a great way to start a day. So whatever your preference, go ahead and give them a try. Uh, And with that, everyone, we will say adieu. Hey everyone, thanks again for listening to another Inkledoo podcast. We hope you really enjoyed it. We really enjoyed making it. If you did enjoy it, please do us a favor and make sure to share it on all your own social media so that other people can find us and enjoy us as well. 